The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. So hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. So today I was going over our podcast schedule with my personal assistant, which is something we do periodically when we look at all the episodes that we've recorded and then we look at the calendar and we decide what's going to go where. And as I've talked to you guys before about my process, I sort of batch record these. So the solo episodes I just record whenever I have the inspiration and sometimes I find guests just randomly and I like beg them to come on my show and they do. And other times I make a concerted effort to get a bunch of guests on just if I notice, you know, we haven't had any cool peeps in a while. But we were looking down at the calendar just a little while ago and I realized that this year our episode in February drops on Valentine's Day. And, you know, I don't usually plan when these things go live. And I also understand that podcasts are evergreen content, meaning you may listen to this on Valentine's Day or you may listen to this, you know, another time. But I just couldn't help myself, friends. I just couldn't help myself. And so today I am recording a special Valentine's Day episode. And fear not, because... Valentine's Day is a day, you know, we often think about in terms of partnership and romantic love. And I am big on that. I am so big on that. And I could probably do a whole episode on intuitively finding a romantic partner. And who knows, I might do that one next. But Valentine's Day for me is also a really great time to celebrate love right? And love for ourselves as well as love for others and being loved by others and being in romantic relationships. And so in the spirit of Valentine's Day, which is today, for those of you who are listening to this on the day it goes live, and if you're not, again, because this theme is most definitely universal. But today I want to talk a little bit about loving yourself and how to love yourself madly, truly, and deeply. Because really, all other love that we experience in this world comes from that. And the guides say, as we get started, that you know a lot of us have limitations that we have learned around loving, okay? We've learned limitations around our own lovability, and we've also sometimes learned, and as an extension of that, 
limitations around the love that we can give and receive to others. And so deepening our own self-love is really changing our relationship with what it means to be loving and what it means to be lovable. And it's really around giving ourselves all that we deserve and desire. Mm -hmm. And you know, some of you know by this point, because I've alluded to it a lot, yours truly went through a very interesting period around this time last year where I was having a little nervous system glitch that was making me very emotionally uncomfortable and also a lot of big change in my life too, which probably were contributing factors. But one of the things that I learned from this experience, and I did a lot of deep healing and I'm actually truly grateful for the experience, though it wasn't you know, the funnest days of this incarnation, One of the things that I really, really deepened and learned from this experience was how to love myself, how to care for myself, how to nurture myself. And friends, I can't tell you the benefits from that experience that I am still reaping more and more today. And, you know, it wasn't at this period of time, though, you know, there have been other times in my life and maybe there's been some times in yours, you know, where I really did question my own lovability, where I didn't really feel likable or lovable because maybe, you know, the people in my world, or maybe you have this experience in your world, maybe didn't show up for you in the way that you wished that they had, or maybe even the way that you deserved and desired, right? Oftentimes those early relationships too are the ones that give us the 411 or the belief system that we have around what it means to be loved and what it means to be lovable. And I know this was certainly the case for me. And one of the things that I've learned through this experience is that so many souls, and probably all of us to some extent, because I do believe that we all come into this world in which the inherent perfection of our own divine beings is is sort of cloudy. <laughs> you know, it's sort of hazy. It's sort of not clear. It's sort of not something that when we're looking at our own lovability, when we're looking at the truth of who and what we really are, you know, At best, we're looking through a very distorted lens and some of us, you know, are wearing complete and total blackout blinders, right? So I'm going to take a breath because, you know, that feels a little ouchy sometimes. But the guides say that part of this human experience, part of this journey for many of you listening to the show is to learn to strip away those layers and to learn to start to connect and see yourself in your own divine nature, in your own divine truth. And that means to see yourself as inherently good, inherently worthy, and perhaps most importantly, lovable, right? Inherently loving and lovable because in fact... Love is who and what you really are. And, you know, we use the word love in a lot of different ways. And again, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, a lot of times we use the word love in a very conditional way or a very romantic way or this idea that we can fall in and out of love with somebody and he loves me more than I love him. And, you know, do you really love me? And, you know, I don't mean any of that. (laughs) Those are sort of very egoic ideas of what it means to be in love. And, you know, some of you may or may not know, but in the last year or so, I have rejiggered, <laughs> rejiggered is a nice way of putting it. I am consciously uncoupling from a 28-year marriage and great love, great love, deep love for my partner, deep love for this beautiful soul that I have spent, you know, most of my adult life with. And yet, you know, the partnership part has come to an end. It's it's not suiting either of us anymore. And, you know, I'm feeling ready to move on to other things. However, 
I've never stopped loving that person and I can't imagine ever stop loving him. He is a wonderful soul. He is lovable. He is kind. He is... He's he's just the bomb. And even if I choose not to be married to this person, you know, forever and ever and ever and ever, it has nothing to do with love, right? That love is eternal. It's eternal. And, you know, even conditionally, you can say you love the person that you've built such a beautiful life with, you know, and raised children with and all of that. And that is all 100% true. But for me, it's more than that. It's more than that. You know, my love is for his soul. My love is for our spiritual connection. My love is for the magic that we created together. My love is for all the things that we learned together on this journey. And those things will never go away. They'll never go away. They're eternal, just like our souls, just like our souls. And love is like that too. And when you think about it too, we can have love for ourselves. We can have love for the people in our lives that have shown up for us. We can have love for the parts of people that have shown up for us, even if you know the full package has sometimes let us down. But we can also, and here's where it gets tricky, but also pretty forking amazing. Sorry, we don't swear on the show, so I have to get creative. How it can get really amazing is that we can also learn to cultivate love and acceptance for the parts of ourselves that, you know, maybe aren't as we wish they should be, and also the parts of others and the parts of our lives that, you know, experiences and people that maybe didn't show up for us the way that they should. And we can acknowledge our love for that too. We can acknowledge our love for that too, because again, love is unconditional, it's eternal. And You can love the process and honor the process of life and honor the integrity of a connection, even if that connection didn't feel so great to your human self. And guys, this is nothing that you push or force. You'll know when you're ready, but at your core, I got to tell you, you already do. You love your worst enemy just as much as you love your best friend. Mm -hmm. And if your best friend becomes your worst enemy, it does not change how much you've loved them, right? But in the human conception, of course, we tend to measure love and we tend to have love come and go and we tend to think of love as something that's conditional, right? It's predicated about, you know, what someone else does, how we feel, yada, yada, and we don't necessarily always fully appreciate, you know, the eternal nature and the unconditional nature of our love for ourselves, for each other, and for this beautiful thing called life. So I just want to take a moment to let you feel that, right? That beautiful love. That is who and what you really are. So back to the self-lovey thing. During this period in my life, and I've talked about this a little bit before, I did something that was really, really, really fun. And I did this kind of sort of maybe out of desperation, but (laughs) that's okay because you can just do it for fun. I'm going to do it for fun when I finish this episode. I started writing myself love notes. And I think I've talked about this before on the socials. And I think I've talked about this a little bit in the episode on how to be a better bragger and receiving a compliment. But it feels like I'm not done with it yet. So I hope I hope you guys don't mind and you're in for it too. But I spent a lot of time sharing with myself about what I loved about myself and really, really drinking that in. And I do have to say that I believe some of it came through me the same way that my guidance comes through me when I'm giving a reading or doing this show where it felt really just channeled through me and pen in hand, I just let it flow. I just let it flow and beautiful things came through. And sometimes I also felt that I was hearing the love from my guides. And you know, if you're ever feeling really alone, 
and really unloved, a great place to look for that love is in the spirit realm because you have a team of support around you that loves the pants off of you, that loves the pants off of you and is holding you in the highest regard 24-7, whether you're, you're seeing it or feeling it or not. And so, you know, anytime that you ask to feel the love of your spiritual support team, you know, and you just take that moment, it's there. And if you can just imagine it and let it in, you will feel amazing. And we can just try to that together right now as a group. If you just tune in and just feel all of that beautiful wave of love coming at you, because you are loved. Remember, you are love incarnate. So you can't not be lovable, my lovable friend. And so I sat down with uh, big pieces of paper and lots of colored markers, and I just wrote all the things that I loved about myself. I wrote myself love notes. I wrote myself Valentine's. And in fact, on Valentine's Day of 2022, which will be a year ago when this episode goes live, I woke up in the middle of the night, maybe like two o'clock in the morning, and I was tossing and turning and frustrated because I could not sleep. And a little voice in my head said, go downstairs and write yourself a love note. And um, it took me a while to get out of bed, right? Because I was in my monkey mind and I was like, I should be sleeping right now, not writing love notes to my silly self. But finally, I got out of bed and I went downstairs and I grabbed my big pieces of paper and I grabbed my colored markers and I started to write. And so much love poured through me. So much incredible love poured through me that it was a miracle. It was a miracle. And can I tell you, it was probably one of the best nights, moments of my life. I didn't even imagine I could feel that good. I didn't even know. And so today on Valentine's Day, I'm going to invite all of you guys to do the same. And of course, if you got big plans tonight with the love of your life, you go enjoy that. Go enjoy that too. But remember, there's just one person who is guaranteed to stand by your side, to be with you from birth to death. No, it is not your spirit guide, but they may be there too. Nope, it's yours truly, right? It is yours truly. You will be there when you are born and you will be there when you pass over. There's no way around that. And, you know, between the two ends of that particular sentence, right, between that particular journey, of course, you're going to transform a million times over. And personality-wise, you will not be the same person who started, you know, the journey when you finish it. But this personality, this human self, this human vessel, the person that identifies and goes by your name or whatever names you have throughout, you know, sometimes we change our names, but (laughs) you know what I mean. Um, That person, you, right, is the one that will be with you always through this journey. And, you know, the soul you, well, you know, we all know that's eternal. So, Take some time too on this Valentine's Day, please, 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 to give some love and attention to that one being, you know, that is yours unconditionally, truly, even if, you know, it doesn't always feel that way. Because I really believe the most important relationship that you ever can have is with yourself, is with yourself. And, you know, you've probably heard tell that how we feel about ourselves and how we treat ourselves is what we attract in others. And I think to a good extent, that's true. Now, remember from a law of attraction standpoint, we're all kind of a mixed bag. And so you're sending out a lot of different 
vibrations and it's the predominant vibration that you're sending out that attracts people into your space, which means that even if there's a good chunk of you that feels lovable, right, that can be enough. That can be enough to bring in your partner and your friends and all of that. So fear not, right? You don't have to be perfect in your relationship with you in order to attract in beautiful souls that, you know, will remind you of how wonderful you are. In fact, you can have that right now, and I hope that you do. But when we make a commitment to this beautiful relationship that we have with ourselves, and when we really groove on loving ourselves, I think life just gets so much better and so much more delicious. Human Design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum Human Design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. So I'm going to give you a couple of pieces of homework today. Take them or leave them. I know we don't usually do this on the show, but this is what I'm being called to do. The first one is to write yourself a Valentine. And to do this, you might want to you know, set aside some time. And it does not have to be on Valentine's Day, right? If you want it to be, it can. And, and if, you know, if you feel called in the middle of the night, you, know, you go for it. But it doesn't have to be then either. But I get this image of sort of candlelight, soft music, you know, wine and dine yourself. Wine necessarily isn't involved, but in a really safe, wonderful, loving environment, sit down and uh, start to compose that love note. And, you know, you might want to set the energy by doing a little meditation, a little deep breathing. Again, I see candlelight or dim lights or, you know, by a fire with a nice, you know, a nice beverage that does not have to be adult. And then sit down, you know, with all of your colors or however you like to work and just compose a beautiful, beautiful love note. And you can do it by drawing yourself some beautiful hearts, as I often like to do, or, you know, composing a poem for yourself. But I just like to free write, you know, and I like to just free write all of the things that I love about myself, a beautiful note to yours truly, you know, the one that has stood by me through all of this and is always my biggest fan, even when, you know, I don't feel like, <laughs> even when she's not, right? So take that time. You can write all the things that you love about yourself, sort of from a thinky kind of place, or you can also just get out of the way and see what wants to flow. You can also ask yourself, if I loved myself truly, madly, and deeply, what would I write? What would I write to myself then? That can be your prompt right? If I loved myself truly, madly, deeply, and unconditionally, what would I say to myself right now? What would I say to myself right now? And then take a couple seconds and just write down what comes through. The guides say, you can also enlist the support of your spirit guides. You know, all you have to do is ask and they will support you. They will prompt you. They will hold you. They will support you and help you in doing this task. So bring them on. And remember, you don't have to know their names. You don't have to, you know, know what they're saying. You feel their love. You feel their energy. And again, if you don't feel it, you ask, well, what would someone who could feel their spirit guides right now, what would they experience? And that will get you there too. 
that will get you there too. So bring on the full force of your spiritual support team, invite them in, invite your higher self to the party and make yourself the most beautiful love note Valentine that you can ever imagine. And I will post some of mine in the socials, uh, in the Facebook group and on Instagram. So you can see some examples there if you care to join me. And I hope, you know, especially those of you who are active in the intuitive connection community, I hope you'll post yours too, because that would be really fun. So that's homework piece number one. Make yourself that love note. It doesn't have to just be one thing. It can be a drawing. It can be a collage, but give yourself some love. The other piece that's coming through is take yourself on a date, all right? Give yourself a romantic date a la uno. It didn't sound, I was about to say in French, a la un, but that doesn't sound good, right? So I changed it up a little, a little mixing language is there. So please forgive me. But the other thing I would love you to do, and you can do these two things together, is set aside some time to take yourself on a date. I keep wanting to say play date, right? And again, this isn't a mind-based activity, though it may be. Set aside a couple hours or a whole evening for yourself just to do what you want. Make your favorite dish, or if you hate cooking, order in or pick up something at the store or, you know, find a friend who wants to cook for you. But it's better if you do this on your own, right? Play some soft music, get your favorite movies, get your craft materials, get your favorite romance novel, get, you know, whatever you love to do, but carve out at least three to four hours, if not a whole evening to just be with you and pamper yourself, treat yourself. And again, it's not a to-do list. It's about sort of setting aside the time to really tune into you and your spirit and your higher self and listen to what you really need right now and give that to yourself and give that to yourself. And for some of us, there's so much pent up, you know, me time needed (laughs) that you might feel a little overwhelmed at first, but, you know, do it in small dribs and drabs. If you need to do more than one date, that is totally fine, right? You don't have to do it all at once. But as you get in the habit of setting aside these me times, and again, you know, I see the the candlelight and I see the soft music and I see like your favorite romantic or not so romantic movies, you know, or things that make you feel good. But take some time, a couple of hours, it does not have to be in the evening, whenever you have them and put away anything, you know, the work, the phone, the obligations, and agree to spend some quality time with you. I promise you the result will be miraculous. Miraculous. And, you know, for some of you, it might take a little practice to learn how to really let go. But once you do, I promise you, you will be writing me and saying, Victoria, that was the best suggestion ever. Really, truly, truly true. And, you know, for me, sometimes it's taking a bath, sometimes it's watching TV, sometimes it's coloring with my crayons or building with my blocks because, you know, I am a a big child at my core, as are you, most likely, in the best possible way. But you can do grown-up things too. You can do a face mask or a foot soak. And even if you need to, you can call your best friend. But really, as much as you can, you know, do this one on your own so that you don't end up, you know, finding your way into other people's obligations and shoulds and and stuff like that. Make this as much as you can about you and treating yourself. Okay. The third piece of homework, and this one comes from a beautiful book called, oh gosh, I think it's called Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. And so we'll have that in the show notes for sure. It's a beautiful 
short little book about a practice that someone used to deepen their own connection with self-love. And I don't remember the whole story, but it teaches you a very basic and simple meditation that you can do, you know, wherever you want. He recommends doing it, I think once a day for a period of time, but I will leave that to you. But it's basically just spending some time with yourself, meditating on the words, I love myself. 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 Ah, and as you hear me saying this, you may have the experience vicariously that I am having right now of feeling my body fill up with the most beautiful energy. For me, it feels golden. It feels warm. It feels delightful. And when I practice that meditation, sometimes for 20 minutes at a time, 5, 10, 15, 3, it doesn't really matter. (laughs) It's not always the longer the better, but I'd say up to 20. I have found that when I practice that regularly and even just once in a while, it is an amazing energy shift. I feel amazing. Now, some of you might be a little bit shy, you know, because, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, you're not supposed to say you love yourself. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. You can say Victoria gave me permission. You are a thousand percent supposed to love yourself. Again, who on the earth deserves your love more than you who has stood by you through everything, throughout every up and down in this lifetime? Oh my goodness, he or she deserves your love more than anything. Love yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself. And then love yourself a little more. So you can try this meditation. I did this on and off for about a year. And I'm going to just tell you (laughs) that for me, I did it a lot when I was exercising. I was really into biking that particular year. So I would do it on my bike, you know, just as a little mantra. And it may or may not have eventually morphed into uh, me singing I Love Myself to the tune of the Gilligan's Island theme song. That may or may not have happened, but I love myself, I love myself, I love myself, it's true. I love myself, I love myself, I love myself. I love myself. Okay, it definitely happened. So you can steal that too if you are <laughs> if you are Gilligan's Island fan or you just like the catchy song or you can put it to your very own music. But I found that it is truly a transformational practice. All right, so you got three things to play with. You got lots of cool wisdom and you got a date for Valentine's Day now, even if you don't, even if you don't. But if you do have that time with someone else, you go and enjoy that. And also please make sure that you make a little room in your life for the one person that deserves your love first and foremost that you spend some time loving the crap out of her. Just love, love, love. As my dear friend Lisa McCourt would say, loving on her, rubbing it all in, and spend some great time loving yourself. All right, friends, that's really all I got. Well, let me see if the guides have anything else. Nope, they say we got it. Okay, (laughs) so that's all I have for today. Happy Valentine's Day if you're listening on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day even if you're not because every day is the most perfect day to love yourself. Thanks for tuning in and namaste. 
Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.